Hey, comedy nerds. This is Ian speaking to you, and you're listening to Characters. Uh, this is a very fun episode. I managed to get Special Agent Fox Mulder, uh, head of the X-Files himself, on the show. He'll be speaking uh, very shortly to Trevor Kjorlin, uh, a Montreal improv alum who has founded Plateau Astro, which is a really, really cool organization which you should know everything about. I recommend strongly you go like it on Facebook. That's Plateau Astro. And uh, watch any of his live streams that he does on YouTube showing uh, lunar eclipses and solar supernovas and black holes. He, he loves to do uh, expeditions where you get to see all the black holes in the galaxy. He's a really cool guy. Uh, I hope you liked this episode. It was a lot of fun to do. Enjoy. Welcome, everyone, to The Truth is Out There. I'm your host, Special Agent Fox Mulder a key figure in an ongoing government charade, the plot to conceal the truth about the existence of extraterrestrials. It's a global conspiracy led by puppet masters and various cabals in the highest levels of power that reach down into the lives of every man, woman, and child on this planet. So, of course, no one believes me. But this is my podcast, where I talk to my peers and speak with individuals who have encountered space, extraterrestrials, various green men. So let's get to <laughs> shit. That's a good start. <laughs> you want to do that again? <laughs> no, no, no. On today's show, I'd like to speak with founder and chief adventure officer Trevor Kjorlin of Plateau Astro, someone who knows a lot about space and actually a little bit of information before I, I have him on the show. The reason why I'm speaking to him today is because um, a couple of years ago, I was on a special investigation in Montreal investigating some paranormal activities in Montreal Improv Theater. There was a disappearance of various clothes, props, and even students. And um, I took a couple of classes, pretended to be a student in order to investigate even further. One of the people I'm going to have on here is Trevor, who was the only improviser who would allow me to speak about extraterrestrials. I had found it was a little bit difficult to make friends in the theater. My interests were considered a little bit spooky. Spooky Mulder was actually my, uh, my nickname. Trevor, how are you? Uh, Mulder. Uh, uh, Mr. Mall, it's 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 great to uh, 
great to great to talk to you again. Great to talk to you again. We we've seen each other before, but uh, it, it's it's uh, it's it's great to hear your voice. Trevor, the last time we spoke, actually, we were at Biff Tech. If you remember, we went um, after a practice to the bar, and uh, I spoke about my abducted sister until closing time. I remember all the other improvisers left. They thought I was a bit spooky, a little bit weird, but I really appreciated your company. And, uh, and I wanted to have you on because I know that you are a man who's very interested in space. Yeah. BifTech. Yeah. I remember that night. Uh, I think you had a lot of, um, uh, sodium chloride, uh, from their popcorn in your system. And, and, and that, uh, must've spurred some sort of chemical reaction to just let loose so I, I appreciate your openness, but I also appreciate the salt that uh, BifTech, they uh, you know, have gallons of this stuff uh, in the bottom room down there. So, Well, your diagnosis is correct because uh, I am a man who is approaching 50, and after my last medical, I, I uh, am now in a sodium-free diet. <laughs> That's quite an achievement there, Mulder. Wow, not many, not many folks can do that. Well, no, and and but actually, it it has helped quite a bit. It, it it feels like the salt has slowed me down during my investigations. Um, you know, just a couple of weeks ago, I was in a surveillance van for eighty nine hours straight, and that's not something that I would have been able to have done um, prior to my sodium diet, where I would have had to have slept after probably two days. Two days, I I topped out. This is what I like about you, Mulder. You, you you get to the specifics. You know, most people in that instance they would say I was in a van for three and a half days, uh, but you you say eighty nine hours. Okay, I was in a surveillance uh, the, van for eighty nine hours tracking down a UFO. Right, right. Your 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 tact and your your specificity. I I I I, I marvel at it. I marvel at it at it, Mulder. And I marvel at your uh, Plateau Astro, at your, what is this, a company, an organization? She's, she's, she's a company now. She's a registered company now. Uh, about five, five months ago, yes, uh, we finally registered her. <laughs> Apparently it's a her. Uh, yeah, Plateau Astro. It's a real registered company now. I have a tax number. So I'm on. Uh, I'm I'm part of the whole okay, uh, okay. Uh, government um, cabal here. Yeah, I was about to say. Um, I'm very very concerned now because if you have registered your company, your government is able to track it. I would say, be very very careful about who to trust moving forward with Plateau Astro. Uh, me or or are you, are you talking to the audience here? Don't trust me or 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 me not trusting the. Um, um, the uh, uh, the uh, the cabal, the government, the uh, the fifth dimensionals. Uh, saying, I should be careful. I'm saying they are watching you now. The, they and certainly they, are, and they weren't when you weren't paying taxes and you weren't a registered company. I was flying under the radar there uh, for quite a while. Uh, um, tip jar living, uh, astro busker. Um, you can get away with some stuff, but now QST, GST. They're gonna they're gonna pin me down. Astro busking. I like that. There's there's a file out there. Yes, astro busking. 
Astro Buskin. I, it, it, it's, it's like that guy on the street playing Wonderwall, except I'm less annoying. And I show people fun stuff in the sky. So take that, Oasis. What are some of the activities that Plateau Astro propose for uh, your clientele? Uh, yes, yes. Um, well, let's frame this in two different eras. Uh, in the before era, uh, 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 in the BC time, let's say 2019. 2019, what would I do? I would bring old Layla, uh, my telescope. It has a name. I would bring Layla into the street, usually on Ave Mont Royale, next to the metro station. Or is, the park. is your telescope also a woman? It's it's very yes, uh, it's very very uh, feminine uh, company and feminine uh, 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 metal tube behind me. So irony in that. Um, uh, yeah, I would bring her into the street. Um, uh, set it up on a little uh, wooden wooden table. I'd put my little tip jar there, and I would point it at the sky, and people would wonder what 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 is this feller doing? Um, we would look at the moon. You can see the moon in Montreal. With the naked eye, but also with the telescope. So I'd give people views of the moon, but then also the planets, too. You can see uh, uh, quite a number of planets with the naked eye. Many people don't know this. You can see Mercury, you can see Venus, you can see Mars, you can see Jupiter, and you can see Saturn You can see with the naked, naked you, eye. You can and so see, I would show them that through the telescope, too. You can see all the burning spheres held by invisible uh, forces in an unfathomable universe. Through your telescope, uh, uh, through some through some metrics, you could use you could use that language. Yes, Mulder, you could you could. We could see the big balls of gases out there um, with the telescope. You can see the moons of Jupiter. You can see the rings of Saturn with this with this little telescope right here, Layla, Layla, Layla. There are a lot of things you can see through a telescope, but Trevor, maybe the answers lie even further from our grasp. Have uh, you, in one of your, let's say, pre-pandemic uh, expeditions, ever seen something unexplainable through your telescope, through Layla? Specifically through the telescope? Oof. Uh, I thought you were going to say broadly. Um, I'll give you one. I'll give you one. Uh, but it has an explanation. I hope that's okay. It's interesting, oh, though. Okay. It's interesting. So an event I do, or used to do, what we'll do in the future is called Moonrise. And we used to go up to the top of Mount Royal and get up there before the full moon would appear on the horizon. Mm -hmm. And so we would get up there about 10 or 15 minutes before, and then we would see the full moon rise over the horizon. And when it's low on the horizon, it looks... Actually, this is going to get into the realm of the weird and uh, uncanny. This is this is, this is this has accidentally morphed into a Mulder story, really. When it's low on the horizon, it looks red. Oof, ominous. Is it a blood moon? Is it a blood moon? No, it's called Rayleigh scattering, uh, I think. <laughs> it looks red when it's low on the horizon. Always, always. It's not some sort of uh, uh, cover-up or anything like that. Moon always looks red when it's low on the horizon. It also looks big. And actually, there is not a 100% solid answer for this. It is called the moon illusion. There's a Wikipedia page for it called the moon illusion. And so with the, when the moon is low on the horizon, um, because you can compare it against the buildings or the mountains or stuff on the horizon, it looks, it looks bigger. So whenever you see the moon and you think it, it looks huge, think of where it is in the sky, okay? 
likely if it looks really, really big, it's probably low on the sky. It's not actually any bigger. It's a trick of the human eye. It's just a, it's just an illusion. I think it's called the relative size hypothesis. Anyways, it, 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 anyways, is this how you teach your? <laughs> is this how I teach uh, through rambling stories? Oh is boy, it? oh boy. Yes, I do, Mulder. I was you know about, what I mean. I was about to say <laughs> that. Um, you know, through my years at the FBI, I have made a lot of enemies, but I've also made some friends. And some of these friends. What's the ratio? What's the ratio? Uh, I want numbers. I would say I've, I've certainly made a lot more enemies, maybe nine to one enemies. And unfortunately, the enemies were often superiors or uh, people with um, in, in positions to make my life difficult with the FBI, let's say, um, in a variety of different ways, um, either through lack of promotions, demotions, demerits, um, wiretappings. Um, Awkward lunchroom encounters, I'm sure. Well, actually, that was one of the perks of the job um, because awkward encounters were better than the... That's kind of your, that's, that, that's kind of your thing. <laughs> you kind of like awkward encounters, don't you, Mulder? It's not so much that I like them. It's just that I'm far more comfortable with them than, you know, being surrounded by alien shapeshifters, for instance. Yeah, I mean, especially when you're in a laboratory in the middle of the Antarctic. Anyway, the point is that the point that I was trying to make is that even though I have had a lot of enemies, especially enemies in powerful places, I have had friends. That's really what I was trying to get at. And my friends who have similarities to you, they're very interested in astronomy, very interested, some of them in astrophysics, all of them compelled by the notion that extraterrestrial life forms are encircling us at every moment of our day, watching our every move. And um, I just find it a little bit interesting that you've never, among the numerous expeditions that you have accomplished, ever encountered any UFOs or any unexplainable phenomena. It is curious. Uh, it is curious. I, I, I am I am one man with only two eyes, so I can't be all seeing. I'm not an om, omnipot, mm, omnipotent, omnipresent uh, uh, a being. Um, but but I will say this. I'll give you an unexpected, maybe not unidentified, but an unexpected thing is on one of those moon rises I just mentioned. Mm -hmm. uh, we were having the telescope pointed at the moon. And then we could see like in the distance that a plane was like on the horizon. It looks like it was going to like fly in front of the moon. And it did. It did. We could look and I had the, uh, the, 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 the camera, my, my phone on the telescope as the plane flew in front uh, of the moon. And so I've got this great, great, great photo uh, of the plane flying in front of the moon. So Is that unidentified? No. Uh, unexplainable? That's very explainable. <laughs> yeah, that, that um, was well, unexpected. Okay, well, well, well. Thank you for that. So, perhaps in our uh, in our second segment, we'll get through a couple of space topics that uh, you have brought. Stick around. We'll be back after a message from our sponsors. We work in the dark. 
we do what we can to battle the evil that would otherwise destroy us. But if a man's character is his fate, it's not a choice. It's his calling. Sometimes the weight of this burden causes us special FBI agents to falter. We are left alone, staring into the abyss, into the laughing face of madness. And on that note, my uh, special guest, Trevor, is back from Plateau Astro. And um, Trevor, uh, you have collated a list of the five most interesting space topics that our listeners can engage with during the pandemic. There. Yes, here we go. All right. Yeah, the first one, Mulder, I want to talk to you about. This one is, oh, you're going to hear a lot about this over the next few months. Unavoidable. Unavoidable. Mm -hmm. uh, NASA. NASA sent uh, a, 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 a rover to Mars. Uh, back in July, they launched it, and it's arriving. Yeah. Uh, the day we're recording this, in a few days, on Thursday, on February 18th, 2021. Um, this rover is about the size of a small car. Uh, so next time you see a small car in the street, that's how big this 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 rover is. The cool thing about this, because we've had rovers there on the planet before. We have rovers on there right now. In fact, one of my good friends, she lives here in Montreal, and she studies data from the rover that's up there right now. This new one, though, has a really cool, actually two cool things on it. The first one is it has a microphone on it. We've mm -hmm. never done this before. It has a microphone, so it's going to record what Mars sounds like. Now, it could just be like, like Martian wind. It could just be basically uh, a planetary ASMR. Um, or, uh, you know, we might get some unexpected results. Who knows? Who knows? But the second cool thing... Ooh, did you have a point there? Did uh, you have a question? I actually, I, yes, thank you. Um, the thing is, I, I'm very thankful that you decided to bring this up as the first topic because this is a project that I have had personally a lot of input in. The FBI has um, unfortunately closed and classified one of our more recent expeditions where I have found irrefutable proof of an alien civilization on Mars. Suffice to say, all of my evidence has been destroyed, but NASA intends... Those bastards! Those bastards! NASA intends on, um, on, on running a second expedition where they have added not only this microphone, but a 4K camera. Oh, okay, okay. Well, this this uh, well, Mulder. I must say this. I think this uh, this new rover, Perseverance, is going to kind of help in your in your in your cause here. Am I am I wrong? Am I wrong? Well, it really depends on uh, whose hands the information falls under. I was just going to say, yeah. If, if NASA, a government organization, is the one that has launched this thing, and I mean, it's no secret, Mulder. You're kind of. You're kind of on the fringes of anti-government sentiment. Would you agree? I cannot confirm or deny any of my feelings towards any government, American or otherwise. You, you, you harbor distrust, let's say, of the U.S. government. 
I harbor an interest in the truth. Even even though you are a paid employee of said government. <laughs> Is that true, Mulder? So what's your, you have a second topic here. Uh, Trevor, let's, <laughs> let's get to that one. Uh, yes, this one. Um, humans. Humans. You know humans, Mulder. I'm familiar with their work. <laughs> um, we went to the moon in the late 60s and in the early 70s, but we haven't gone back since. We went in 1972. That was the last time. We're coming up on 50, count it, 50 years ago. was the last time we sent humans to the moon and around the moon. We haven't left Earth, low Earth orbit, in almost 50 years. But that is going to change within the next few years. Uh, not only that, but Canadians are going to be involved in that too. Trevor. Mulder. Right now, there are about 50 different expeditions on the moon, of which I personally know about four Canadians that are already there and have been there since the late 90s. I'm sorry to say that we've been to the moon. We've been there many, many times. It's not that complicated. It's a little bit like going to, you know, northern Alberta. For you, I'm making yeah. a local reference for our Canadian You're listeners. Making a local reference, okay. So it's as easy to get to the moon as it is local uh, in northern Alberta. And as you're on your way there, you're kind of like, "What am I doing? What am I doing going here?" You're asking it's the <laughs> same questions, but just takes a little bit longer. Yes, but so, remember, so getting there is always half the fun. I don't know about that. <laughs> I've had to go to Northern Alberta before. I'm not so sure how fun it is. Fox Creek, Alberta is <laughs> the destination does not have a great treasure trust there. It's just as cold there sometimes as it is in, on the moon. That's that's true. That's true. It can also be very hot on the moon, surprisingly. Um, so so you, what you're saying is that there are humans that are that will be going to the moon within the next five years. Some of them are Canadians. Um, mm -hmm. which is big news if you didn't already know that there are tons of people on the moon right now. There are various expeditions that I uh, cannot talk too much about or else this podcast would absolutely be shut down immediately. But there are things going on on the moon, on Mercury, on Neptune, and at least two different expeditions in Alpha Centauri. That's quite a, that's quite a sheet. Quite a sheet of uh, expeditions you got going on there. Um, I mean, I mean, ignoring all the other magic that does go uh, uh, that you're informing me about, and I'm sure your audience is also hmm, kind of curious about what you're talking about here. Um, ignore all of that. Uh, it's 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 true. I, I I don't doubt you, Mulder. I don't doubt you. Um, but it is uh, 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 it is happening in the next few years. Uh, Canada will be joining NASA on the Artemis missions to go around the moon. Now, 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 Mulder, play with me for a bit. I, I, I know, I know you look at the moon. Okay. You take a look, you take a, you take a peek at it. Correct? I look at it before bed every night as I think of my sister who was taken from me. Oh, that's a, that's a big mock the ball there, man. <laughs> We we could delve into it. We could delve into it. But the chief question I want to ask is, what what what, what do you think of when you when you see the moon? 
How do you perceive the moon? I know that there are some answers that I really, really, really want on the dark side of it. Okay. Okay. The, the, the dark side. Okay. All right. We ten, would call that the far side. Ten, but, ten years yeah. ago. Here it comes. Ten years ago, I had a mission in northern Texas. It was an old ice factory that a lot of locals had reported bizarre sounds, strange lights. It was an abandoned ice factory in northern Texas. And um, when I got there, Scully and I, we investigated and, and she got hit by a, like a, like a, like an ice tray. She got knocked unconscious. They fall, they fall down, man. Watch out. And I saw a, uh, a moon man. He was all covered in silver. He looked like he had a, a bit of a chalky. Uh, he looked like he was covered in a silver chalk. Hmm. Similar to moon dust. Yeah. Very similar to moon good. dust. This sounds almost verifiable, Mulder. When he lunged at me, it seemed like his gravitational pull wasn't as strong as mine was. Hmm. He seemed Would you say it would be about one-sixth of uh, uh, the gravitational pull? A rough estimate, A rough here. estimate. The calculations. Oh, he was going at me at 500 meters a second. Uh, I would say, well, yeah, one-sixth, maybe. One six, okay, all right, yeah. And yeah. Um, we don't need to get into the technical mumbo jumbo, of course, but I, I, yeah, I, that's a good estimate, good estimate, no. yeah. Um, oh, and and he also told me he was from the moon. That's that's an that's a clue. <laughs> yeah. So, um, anyways, I, I I shot him, and 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 that was an entire ordeal. But people you are returning him. to the moon. People are returning to the moon, and and we should be excited, Canada. What, what uh, it, it, it's uh, uh, it, it sounds like you might need some some things to look forward to, okay? Sometimes you can get wrapped up in your own ah uh, your own game, you know. I'm not going to make a judgment call for you here, Mulder. It sounds like you're getting wrapped up in your own mystique, okay? Your sister's gone, okay? Sometimes, and this was a long time ago. You were 12, or she was 12. You were 12 when this happened. Uh, we were twins. You're 12. Okay, well, that's convenient. That so makes she, the math much easier for both of you. <laughs> that was a long time ago, all right? Let bygones be bygones. Let the intelligentsia out there, uh, uh, the space intelligentsia, let them have her. Let them have her. You need something to look forward to, okay? I'm going to give you something to look forward to, Mulder. You look at the moon. You've told me about it. Uh, you especially like to see the dark side of the moon, correct? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to give you a front row seat, front row seat to the dark side of the moon. June 10th, June 10th, visible here in Montreal. You don't. Why have to did go you far. say the month that way? June, like that? I've. Uh, that's just that's I, how I say all months. That's my that that it's 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 it's, it's an impediment. June. I've heard that before. Right. But okay, okay. June 10th. Yes. Keep going. June June 10th, visible here. In Montreal, uh, in the morning, this will be about mm, five in the morning. The moon is going to partially 
partially block out the sun called a partial solar eclipse. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so we're going to get up early in the morning. We'll see the sun. And then with the right kind of eyes, meaning the right kind of equipment uh, with some solar eclipse glasses, you're going to see the moon block out the sun partially. It's not going to totally block it out, but partially it will do that. Have you ever seen a, a solar eclipse before uh, there, Mulder? I, I know you've seen a lot. The last time I saw a solar eclipse, I woke up two weeks later in a different state. I, I meant uh, by state, I mean U.S. state. And um, and it turns out that that eclipse was actually an abduction. I've been abducted a number of times. Mm. Every time there is a solar or lunar eclipse, there is a possibility that I may forget certain aspects of either my adolescence or my military career. Is girlfriends. um, You? You? My ex-girlfriends. Ex-girlfriends. That sounds more like it. Right. Right. Well, um, Mulder, I, I might have some bad news for you. Uh, do you do you do you enjoy these um, these 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 uh, lapses in memory? These I, I would enjoy these them. Lapses? No, I don't enjoy any lapses in memory. I would enjoy these experiences more, however, if I would have the truth. Well, uh, I'm afraid I got some sour news for you there, buddy. Because um, <laughs> you're gonna see, uh, you're gonna have two lapses in memory, two abductions in 2021. I, I, I'm I'm sorry to break it to you because we're going to have that partial solar eclipse visible here in Montreal on June 10th. And then on November, November 19th, I believe, um, there's going to be another eclipse. So uh, put this on your calendar. Um, get ready for it. Maybe pack a bag. The um, We're going to see a lunar eclipse. The moon is going to turn red, uh, which is going to be beautiful for us, but I think uh, kind of a bad time for you, Mulder. So uh, get ready, get ready, because you're gonna you're gonna have two, uh, two not so fun times this year. But for us, us norms out there, it's gonna be good for us. Trevor, there's one thing that I want to say. I think it's very important that I that I say it now before we continue further. Hmm. The last time that I spoke to you at BIFTEC all those years ago. You were not as uh, motor-mouthed. You were not as uh, keen on quips and jokes. Mm. You were very articulate and and erudite, but also very uh, modest in your uh, in your delivery your method of communication. Who are you, Trevor? What choice have you made? That's, uh, that's very, uh, uh, astute observation. I, I, uh, let's, 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 let's turn it down a little bit here. By turn it down, I mean, let's, let's quiet my voice a little bit. Let's get a little bit serious. Let's, 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 let's open the robe and let's talk about this. Let's open up about, Trevor the person. Trevor the person. This is exactly what I'm talking about, Trevor. Normally you would just say 
something cogent and you wouldn't be tripping over your sentences sounding weird who are you what have you done with Trevor it's not who am I it's who I've become it's what it's it's what this last year has, has 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 made me turn into okay a monster an animal okay what's happened what is Mulder referencing here well I did. I, it's true. It's true. I used to be very, uh, uh, um, um, probably gentler with my delivery of words. I used to be more um, succinct. Um, I used to use fewer words. I used to um, be very deliberate with the way you, that you, I, I, I talked. You used to say June properly. Now you say I used to June. Say, and I can't, yeah, I can't, I can't. I can't, I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to say the months anymore. I'm going to try to avoid that as much as I can. But to your point, what happened? What, what, why does it sound like I'm bouncing off the walls uh, all the time as I'm talking now? Um, well, I'll tell you what happened. I've had to do a lot of, um, uh, a lot of teaching online. Uh, this is called the attention economy. Okay, Mulder? Attention economy. You got to make sure you keep people uh, uh, hooked in what you're trying to do online. What am I talking about here? Last year, the last year, starting on, I'll give you the date. It's actually a good date. March 14th. This is the first one I did. March. March. Uh, March, the third month, third month on the 14th day. 3.14. Pi day. Okay. 2020, March 14th, 2020. I did my first live stream talking about space and astronomy, just on a LARF, you know? We thought this thing was going to run two weeks, you know? Two weeks. Everybody stay inside two weeks. I figured, okay, two weeks. I'll, I'll, here's what I'll do. Here's what I'll offer, offer to the world. I'll do, I'll do a, a live stream talking about some space topic, right, 15, 20 minutes. So make sure people stay at home. You know what this has done to me this last year? These, I guess, what is the count now? About 160 live streams. It's made me look into glass rectangles into my phone and have to to talk so fast with such such a fury and flurry to make sure people don't leave the live stream. Okay, this is called the 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 attention economy uh, of twenty and now twenty twenty one. We're in our second year now. Trevor, your 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 eyes are turning red and there's blood coming out of your nose. How do you know this? <laughs> What have Um, you done with Trevor? The real Trevor doesn't act like you or talk like you. Your cloaca is showing. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's, 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 it's a terrible deal. A terrible, gosh, a terrible deal. Um, No, my, I I would say you, you have a great point there, Mulder. My mannerisms, I think have changed uh, over this last year of having to talk for so many hours into glass rectangles trying to entertain people with space topics that it has adjusted the way that I, 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 I talk, um, um, to people now. Okay. It's adjusted it's, your morphology. I, I can't help it. I can't help it. It's things are growing out of my face through my fingers, uh, that I, 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 I've never felt this way before. This, this cursed year, this haunted year, uh, has, has, has changed me. It's changed me, Mulder. It's made you a goddamn extraterrestrial who stole my sister.
begins where it ends, in nothingness. A nightmare born from deepest fears coming to me unguarded. The journey ahead promising no more than my past reflected back upon me. Facing a truth I could no longer deny. We are not alone. And there are aliens that are taking the bodies of human astronomers, teaching children, and we must destroy them. <laughs>